This is Steve Downs, the voice of Master Chief Spartan 117. Welcome to Quality Time, the KO Koala Entertainment Podcast. Anthony and Skyler will take it from here. Master Chief, out. And welcome to Quality Time, the KO Koala Entertainment Podcast. I'm Skylar Sokol. I am Anthony Nicolosi. And today we're here to talk about movement mechanics. Anthony, what just do you think about move, that? Just dance. Mo- movement mechanics. Very interesting. It's something we have seen somewhat of a plastering of, at least in the FPS space over the last decade, I must say. Is that right? What do you yes. mean? <laughs> So I would so uh, let's let's uh, let's take a history lesson down here, boys. In two thousand one, you get Halo Combat Evolved comes out. Consoles start to de- you can you can start to all of a sudden play first person shooters on consoles on controllers. It starts to be not total shit uh, compared to PC. In it's 2000- still total shit compared to PC. Just saying. Oh my gosh, he said it. <laughs> In 2007, you have Halo 3, Ma, COD 4, um, some of the big classic games for, for kind of perspective for a, a, a uh, what's it called? A, a point of reference there um, start to happen. And I would say starting around 2009, 2010, you start to implement what I think many would call now like advanced mobility uh, in first person shooters, slides, sprinting, uh, you get Titanfall in 2013, I believe, is introduced, uh, wall running, um, uh, there's been like jetpacks and shit, double yeah, jump. jetpacks, yes, all kinds of things. Um, all kinds of micro mechanics, like Halo 5 had this thing. If you're zooming in while jumping in the air, you can auto stabilize for a while, kind of stuff. So, Shooters, uh, that's been a point. You have other shooters, I think, take a different take on mobile, advanced mobility, like Doom being a, a prominent one. You actually see, I think, from a list of mechanics, um, on Doom, on mo- uh, immediate mobility mechanics available to the char- character at any given time, there's actually not as much. Like, for example, on 2016, you can't even sprint in Doom. Well, Doom's, but my, Doom focuses on the weapon mechanics more than the mobility And the mechanics. speed of game is still insanely fast. So mm-hmm. um, that's actually something that we'll bring up there. But yes, we, we have really seen, at least in the shooter space, a large increase of these kinds of mechanics over the last decade or so. Uh, different games, different genres, though, handle mobility in different ways right skylar yeah i also think that it's probably like a technical advancement thing that has brought more movement mechanics in and just players desiring more or maybe not necessarily players desiring more complexity in their movement in games but devs the companies thinking players want more mechanic movement mechanics in their games so very interesting you say that because uh in a no clip podcast hugo martin i want to say he's the design director game director over at um, ID id for mm-hmm. uh, Doom was talking about how one of the ways they balance the game, which incl- it, which just takes everything into account, the AI, how often the AI is firing, the design of, um, if you will, the weapons and how those projectiles interact, and, and the abilities of the character, of the actual player, and all that stuff. Um, one of the ways they judge whether they're hitting what they consider a sweet spot 
um, for the game that feels good and fun and entertaining for a player and engaging for a player is the metric decisions per second. Hmm, that's interesting. Yeah, and he was saying that uh, Josh. Uh, I'm sorry, not him. Josh Mankey, the Halo Five matchmaking uh, director or whatever he is. Uh, we've talked about him before on the podcast. He has also talked about how um, one of the th- one of the reasons why Halo in, in particular has um, been open to implementing some of these advanced mobility mechanics into Halo, even though the original trilogy had like nothing, was for this a similar reason. Um, it's the more amount of things that a player has to deal with at a, at a particular moment makes it more interesting, somewhat more compelling for the player, uh, some some of their studies, some of their UX tests. Sure, test I assume as long as you don't go over a specific threshold. Yeah. Right. Yeah, this is interesting because there's something in RTS games called actions per minute, which is like a big factor in RTS games, like how many actions a player is taking per minute can be directly proportional to their skill level in the game, in fact. Mm-hmm. So it's interesting to, I mean, it's, I think it's really cool to provide a player with a space where they can have a lot of decisions to make at a rapid pace. I think that's more fun. For me, it's definitely more fun to have more decisions to make, not necessarily more mechanics to make decisions about, but just a deep decision space, even within a set of simple mechanics. I think doom is a good example of that. Grant, there's like 16 guns or whatever. So you still have like a lot of decisions to make between like what gun you're using and all of that. So I I was going to ask you that question. It doesn't necessarily have to be a shooter. It could be any kind of game, but what's, um, what's maybe one of your favorite games, um, that is specifically in this regard and like the mobility mechanics available in it. Hmm. Like that you, I mean, that you feel adds a, an amount of depth to the game, amount of interest. Like, doesn't like somehow? I think one way you could feel about so many mechanics that they seem su- su- superfluous. Super, you know what I'm talking about? Like too superfluous. much, superfluous, uh-huh. uh, and um, unnecessary. Uh huh. Kind of sh- like artificially making things harder, not actually adding something to the game. But what's yep. one that you you don't feel that way? You just think makes it better. I mean, I think, like, Super Meat Boy is one of the, like, cleanest move- moving games, I think, that, like, exists. Super Meat Boy, you got sprint, you got wall slide, and you got wall jump. And that's, like, every mechanic movement mechanic in the game. Is it? And still, the decision space of that game is huge. Like, there's so many different ways you can go. You can hold down the jump to jump higher, right? You can, like, decide to go up a wall and try and dodge a saw, or you could, like, jump across. Like, their level design made the decision space cool, and the movement just feels so crisp. I think the thing I really just care about is movement that feels crisp. Even if there's a lot of mechanics, that's fine. I'm happy to learn them. Like, Rocket League has a lot of movement mechanics, and, like, but they feel good, right? Like, they feel good to do, and they feel consistent. And I think yep. that's what's really important to me is movement mechanics feeling consistent. Interesting. Feeling consistent, feeling good. Um, do you have an example of a game that doesn't really do that? So I think Fall Guys is a really good example of that because um, I think that they have a lot of issues. I don't know if it's a server latency issue or a tick rate issue or I don't know what, but there are a lot of times where you will do something that you expect to like move you in a specific way and it just like doesn't. You get like bumped or you don't get bumped and it feels very random or you like see someone else like 
get bumped and then they like t- rubber band back to where they were and like i was thinking about this yesterday while i was playing fall guys i saw someone get bumped by something and then rubber band back and i was like okay if that if that's how i see their player behaving then how do i know when i bump into them that it's even remotely what's happening on the server mm-hmm. i like don't feel like i can trust the movement in that game that's interesting i haven't had I haven't played nearly as much as you, so that's probably why. But I haven't had too many of those kinds of issues in Fall Guys with the little bit I played. But I, yeah, I um also like the grabbing feels really inconsistent. Like when it launches you uh, and when it doesn't, say. right? Yeah, grabbing on. I I don't think it's very under. I think this is another important part of the mobility mechanics. Is like <sighs> communicating what is possible and what you're doing with this mechanic. Um, and uh, that. Uh, using the Fall Guys example to stay on that, I don't feel like that's being accomplished uh, with the grabbing. There's also that weird like reticule thing that shows up. R- very weird. Why did why that even shows up? Yeah, or and how like as uh, maybe silly as it sounds, like the first in first person shooters, you're talking about Doom. Um, I, has examples of this. Halo Two, the reticule itself communicates a certain amount. Like the mobility is not necessarily just the actual, if you will, pawn of the player and how it's moving. There's sort of right. other elements that go into communicating what that mechanic is doing. Um, and how it's being used and what the players achieve, like, able to do because of it. Um, uh, like, in, I don't think that's, that's being accomplished well in Fall Guys with the grabbing mechanic. I mean, this is like the classic Mario Bros. 1-1 design example. Like, literally, Mario Brothers 1-1 is designed to onboard you onto the movement mechanics of the game. Just by playing the level, right? A Goomba comes at you at the very beginning of the game, and that's literally to teach you how to jump. And then a little bit later, you have to jump over a pit, right? Like, And there's a spot where you have to do a longer jump, a higher jump, hold down the button to make it over that spot. So it teaches you that mechanic. And it does it without a single, like, pop-up or, like, telling you how how to do something, right? Grand, it's a lot. There's, like, not a lot of mechanics, but it, like, teaches you it as you play. And I think onboarding is, like, the most important part of movement mechanics. Like, no matter how complicated your game is, if you onboard someone well, you teach them the mechanics at a good pace, then they'll be fine, right? Like, Ori is a good example of this. Ori, by the end of the game, or in the blind forest has a lot of movement mechanics. There's, there's like a, there's a bunch, right? You can like wall jump, you can multiple double jump, you can like slam the ground. I can't even remember all of them. Yeah, is, yep, there, yep. is there like an air dash? I think. The, I f- mean, yeah, that, that, you know, the projectile dash, whatever you right. call that. Right. Yeah. There's I, I a bunch and like it introduces it at a great rate. And so those movement mechanics feel like perfect in that game because they're introduced well. But if you're just like, oh, sure. there's a mechanic I didn't know about in this, like grabbing in Fall Guys doesn't get introduced well. And thus it's just like, oh, this just snuck up on me and now it's here and I don't know anything about it. Nope. It's true. You're at, you're totally right. Um, we have here live in the chat for those who are listening know that we stream this live on Twitch every Monday and you can interact with us. Here's an example. Marcus the OK is asking Halo 5's movement compared to other Halos and what mechanics should advance into infinite. Um, Now, Halo is a great example of a lot of the things you're actually just talking about in regards to communicating how to use some of these mechanics to the player. The original Halo trilogy had some um, weird-ass jump mechanics that were sort of a consequence of the physics system where like if you jumped and you crouched at the right time you would get just a little higher on your jump uh and there were some jumps that you could do only if you crouch jumped uh 
now, I mean, crash jumping has been in a lot of games. Yes. Um, and, but it's very unintuitive. Like, I, it never feels intuitive, I feel like. So, what I wanted to pitch to you, in Halo 5, they added the mechanic of clamber, something that's in, you know, many other shooters, where, like, you, you jump up to a ledge, you press you, the, some other button, jump or whatever, and your guy kind of vaults over, you know, vaulting. Yeah. Um, that's way more understandable to the so average much. player. Right. Speaking of which, did you know that you can grab ledges and fall guys and clamber? No. That you is know, actually you know a thing why I've never introduced. You know why I found out uh, the just today? I didn't know, but today I saw on Twitter the PS4 uh, gentleman. I can't remember who he, who was in charge. Anyway, he tweeted uh, this guy retweeted this guy who was hanging off the ledge on that same spinning thing that you were just playing. The uh-huh. one dude just hang, hung off, and the thing won't hit you. And you can just grab it forever? Indefinitely. And he won. Yes. So, you know, strats. For those of yep. you who are listening, that's what you should do on... on what is that one called? The, the spinning stick Jump one. Jump showdown. So, anyway, in when Halo 5 introduced this, a lot of people in the Halo community did not like it. They said it was a worse implementation than crouch jumping, that crouch jumping, uh, you know, took more skill. And so, this was like making it easier for players. So one thing I wanted to bring up, at least in multiplayer games, some of these mobility mechanics definitely add something to the skill ceiling, right? Like add some depth yeah. to it. Yeah. And no, uh, adding some uh, nuance and opportunities for those things to to appear um, or to be leveraged and, and thus provide a, a meaningful like skill trajectory, mastery path, if you will. Yeah. Um, Although I do think there's a difference, right, between having, like, a game that has, like, a clean movement mastery path, like Rocket League, and a game that just has, like, movement that, like, makes you feel smart because you can do it and, like, is, like, gatekept by people who are, like, this is, like, a cool mechanic because it has a high... Like, this mechanic is cool only because it's difficult. I don't think you should ever be talking about a mechanic in a game as cool just because it is difficult. Then I think it's poorly designed. So, that, yeah... Agree with you. And uh, where I was also going with that in Halo 5, they designed maps. So, for example, you take like a one second or, you know, half second penalty for a clamber, you know, because you uh-huh. you're vaulting. You're in that animation. Sure. But if you know what you're doing, you can crouch jump some of these jumps without clambering. And thus, you could, if you if you, if you had that skill, you, you have an advantage on the player who's just cr- uh, clambering right there in that moment. Um, now here's an example of what you just said. One, a mechanic that does not feel good, that is hard to do, and for fucking sure is never intentionally introduced. In Halo 5, there's something called a spring jump. So originally the way you would do this, okay, (laughs) was you had to like jump, and as soon as you land, landed, hold down the like crouch button and the jump button. And then basically let them go at the same time, and you would like do this crazy spring right. jump. So this is basically a bug that turned into a feature. Yeah, and then the devs actually really thought it was cool. However, there at the very beginning, one way that you could do it more easily was by literally pressing pause at the bottom of the crouch, if I remember, and then uh-huh. pressing unpause. So you would be like watching these like comp games, and you would see like the pause screen like flash and shit. Like they're pause buffering the inputs for the jump. Yes, or something mm-hmm. along those lines. Um, I'm getting maybe some of the details wrong, but like you, you it involved pressing start. So, uh, that's I I didn't even bother learning spring jump because I was like 
I, I hate doing this. <laughs> like, well, this is similar to Rocket League, right? Like wave dashing and those mechanics weren't intended in the original like design right. of the game. They've been discovered by the community and kept in by the developers because the mechanics add to the game. They don't take away from it, right? Yeah. No, it's true. And well, and like for to use that same example, wave dash is fun to do, fun to execute. Yeah. And you it's know. consistent. I think this is a big thing. The mechanics that Rocket League has that have been discovered, while difficult, are consistent. And as long as it's consistent, it's good. It's not like some frame-perfect shit that like yeah. doesn't work all the time when you do it. feel like you do it right. Yep. Right? Yep. No, it's true. So, Rocket League, shooters, uh, the examples I'm giving open up are, are games played in three dimensions, right? Um, there's a... You're giving the Super Meat Boy example, which is a 2D. Um, there's only two dimensions to worry about from a mobility perspective. Um, what games do you generally find more fun from a mobility perspective? Two or 3D games? Because hmm. I, for we actually on stream for those who are listening, we just played a game called Duck Game, uh, mm-hmm. and that that had really like zippy movement. It was very f- fast and fluid yeah. and fun uh you could slide jump you could slide jump and the rest was basically just things you could interact with on the map if i remember mm-hmm. correctly but it felt good like everything yep. felt consistent um i think 2d for me um in general i like moving in 2d a lot more i just think it's it feels more consistent um i think like yeah yeah i think that's 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 the deal like i would almost always rather platform in 2d than i would in 3d what I'm trying to think, I think all of the games that I know that you play, I might be wrong on this, but that have significant like three dimensional movement. You you like for sure Rocket League you play on controller. Yep, Super would Monkey you, Ball I play on controller. I would say that's a game with a lot of movement. Would you say that controllers maybe can handle that three dimension complex three dimensional movement better? Oh, of course, right? Because controllers are eight direct like have more direction yeah they got the joystick yeah yeah. the joystick is way better for three-dimensional third-person movement and considering the fact that systems have been created like aim assist to account for the inherent difficulty in using a joystick accurately it makes sense go ahead yeah no it would make sense that you maybe feel that three-dimensional games are less consistent and from a mobility perspective mechanic perspective like you were just saying. yeah i mean the ones i like rocket league super monkey ball and like what i consider probably the crowning achievement of mobility in the 3d game which i came to my mind as we were talking mirror's edge um those games i love playing and i don't think mirrors i would not want to play mirror's edge in 2d like mirror's edge is fun because it is a first person like parkour platforming game right mm-hmm. um but i played mirror's edge with mouse and keyboard and I really preferred playing it with mouse and keyboard because it was first person. And in first person, you have more control because you have the mouse, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so you can like look anywhere, and it worked fine for me. But I think for third person, I mean, we've talked about this before. For third person games, I will always use a controller. And for first person gla- games, I will always use mouse and keyboard, pretty much guaranteed. Okay. So like when you played Apex, that was also on PC? I oh, mean, yeah, mouse yeah, and yeah. keyboard. Yeah, 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 of course. Yeah, I actually like really. I played. So one of my friends plays Rainbow Six Siege on console, and I was at his house and I tried it with controller. I hated it. Really? I would like. Uh, yeah. Oh my god, I hated it. And like when we played Halo too, I like just really don't like how playing shooter first person game shooters on controller feels. Aiming with a controller once you're used to aiming with a mouse just feels like you're like handicapped. 
so you, thoroughly. Yeah. Do you? Um, well, especially once you get kind of good at it. Like when I was playing Halo on PC and I was trying to get better at keyboard, like a so it's very frustrating to like be decent to good on a game and then switch in an environment where like you're just mechanically stupid you know and it's like very can't different execute. Feeling, yeah. um and i'm sure once, that's the same for me if i had played more on controller and i wasn't so mechanically stupid on the aim i probably would feel better in the same way yeah but i do think like you uh on mouse and keyboard uh quick sensitivity turning around faster and stuff is more you know the tw- the twitchy reflex advantage that you get playing on mouse and keyboard is significant for sure on on, on shooter so if you're good I mean, there was, there is this one. I think the the best solution could be what is one Halo YouTuber called Vito does, where he plays on like the Max Sense, which is just I don't understand. Max Sense on controller, you mean? On controller, which that's is just, basically what I did when I was trying to play too. I turned up the sense like almost all the way to try and replicate what I can do with a mouse. It's insane. It's so fucking fast because if you could if you could control that well. You get the advantage of the sense benefit, plus you get aim assist. <laughs> right. No, totally. It could so, be even better if you're Yeah. Good. But anyway. Um, someone in the chat, Burbay, brings up Mario 64. And I think Mario games in general, 3D Mario games, Super Mario Odyssey being my favorite, have amazing feeling movement mechanics. The movement mechanics in Mario ga- 3D Mario games feel so good. Like... And there's a lot of them. Mario games don't have simple movement, right? Like in Mario 60, in Mario Odyssey, you can like crouch roll, you can backflip, you can throw your hat, you can dive in the air onto your hat and jump off your hat. You have like wall jumps, you have so many different types of movement mechanics and they just work because they're introduced well and they're consistent. And I love, I love it. Like platforming is one of my favorite things to do in games. Like moving is just so fun for me in games because it has like an infinite skill ceiling. Even mm-hmm. like simple movement mechanics, as long as the game is well designed, have like an infinite skill ceiling. No, I agree. Um, I agree. Uh, Marcus in chat it brings up Super Smash Brothers, another Nintendo <laughs> game. Um, I wanted to bring it up because characters are not the same in that game, you know. So like, you do have a common core of mobility options like you expect that if you hit like whatever move to the side twice fast your guy's going to start running like a little faster you know there's there's some things but for like a the attacks that a particular character might have available to them they're whatever you call those the b's the a's attacks Mm -hmm. whatever um sometimes have a and normal moves like especially like the up be maybe special move Gen- uh-huh. for a lot of characters has like a movement advantage of like getting a boost up vertically not all of them though like yoshi throws an egg and you just mm-hmm. fall you um, also have like the leashes well yoshi moves up slightly but yeah you have like the grapple hook of like joker and olimar in the old game in the new game olimar goes up but yeah yeah and fucking they have different jumping you know it's like in the original Super Smash, right? Like the strat was just fucking be Kirby and like fly over everybody. And yeah. Jump. Well, and this transitions super well into fighting games in general, which are a very interesting like concept for movement mechanics. Um, like the difference between 2D and 3D fighting games and how those feel is really unique. And you don't really play many games that feel like that. When you mean 3D, you mean like the like Soul Calibur and yeah. Tekken. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I do have to redact my previous statement. The comment on Mario 64 was actually Marcus the OK's comment that Burbay was responding to. So I have to give Marcus the OK the real credit for that comment. <laughs> but Burbay is awesome, so he can retain some of it. 
um, yeah. anyway, so yeah, fighting games are really interesting because, um, especially like the 3D ones, because they feel very weird, right? Because they're basically like moving on rails. And like, yeah. I don't know how you feel about that. Have you ever played like an endless runner game? I mean, I've, you know, where I've played some the most is on mobile. On mobile, I'm assuming. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, what do you think about those games? Because those are a really interesting reduction of movement mechanics, right? They take out almost all of them to the point where you're basically just like pressing left or right or jump, right? Like, it takes out like part of it. Uh, sometimes I do like them because they are, um, you know, I, sorry, as I'm saying this, a game that is like kind, can kind of turn into this like reduction, just endless runner sort of a feel that I uh-huh. used to play all the time was Need for Speed. Okay. Sure. Or Hear like me racing out. games in general. Yeah, because the, on Need for Speed, what I would just be trying to do is be flying through highways and shit as fast as I could. So it, you're, you're holding down a trigger. And that's right. just a given, and you're, there's not a lot of like I would argue that in some racing games, there's at least some amount of finesse or control you put sure, into more like, realistic simulations. For yeah. Need for Speed, I'm just holding that shit down the whole time, yeah. you know. Yeah. So uh, the what because what I was going to say about the endless runners, similar maybe more easily understood through Need for Speed, is this like perception of speed and um, acceleration. If that is being done fast enough, it's like in- interesting to me. Like uh, yeah. Uh, maybe it's also the amount of movement that's happening on screen with, you know, things flying yeah. by and Visually, shit. those games can be really exciting because they require less, like, less visual decoding from the player, right? You get yeah, crazy true. shit going on because their player's doing a lot simpler things. I've been playing this rhythm game called Muse Dash that's a two-button rhythm game. And it has a fuck ton of shit going on, on the screen because, like, literally you just have, there's not that much you have to be able to see. Yeah. Yeah, it's cool. I And I actually think this makes me think of something else interesting, which is that I think movement mechanics are one of the biggest things for dictating alternate controllers in games. Because hmm. um, you were making me think of that, and I thought of... The thing that came to my mind is Microsoft Flight Simulator, because it comes out tonight. And some of my friends like bought like you know like the joyce flight stick joysticks yeah, 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 for yeah, yeah, yeah. it. Some people use like a wheel. Racing games as well. People use wheels, right? Fighting games. People use fight sticks specifically because it's easier to do the mechanics on that controller. So I think like movement mechanics are one of the things that make controllers really unique on Wii, right? Like being able mm-hmm. to point at shit with the Wiimote and move with the Wiimote, like determine the games. It's really interesting. I, movement mechanics are at the core of so many games. It's like mm-hmm. the core of almost all games. Yeah, no, you're you're right. They have a special place in games because they're also, in a lot of ways, the a player's immediate tool set to exercise their autonomy on the space. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. Like, how do you deal with your problems? Like, here's a tool set that always. So this is a okay. Here's a here's another spin to this thing uh, that's related to this this line of thought. Class based gameplay uh one of the reasons why i hate it is because i feel like it artificially holds me from some of the things that are available within that game um i feel like my autonomy got cheated i'm I'm saying this in a really like overly uh verbose and kind of wordy way are you still there? Did you, did you just cut yeah. out for me? Okay, no, sorry. I'm here. I'm listening. You're just still is important. Listening to the rant. I'm just, still. I'm just trying to hold back my uh, my argument about how I think those are constraints for good and not for evil, but it's okay. Yep. No, no I know. For me, it bothers me that mm-hmm. there's 
the ability to do something in this game is available, but artificially held to me because I have to be this other thing. You know, I uh-huh. mean, um, I like when all of the options are available to me at all times. Uh, yeah. You don't think and so? And how do you relate that to movement mechanics? Because, like, the movement mechanics for... Again, I've used the example of, like, Destiny Overwatch. This is a big reason why I didn't, like, really stick to Overwatch was because, like, I found some characters that had an element that I liked, but we're missing another part. Like, for uh, I'm trying to think. There's one guy who is super slow. You could probably tell me who his name was. Uh, I want to say he's fat, like a big Roadhog. fat guy. I think Roadhog. He's uh-huh. the one with the chain. Is that true? Uh-huh. Yeah, okay. Yep. So I thought the chain mechanic was really cool, but the movement was trash. Of course, I understand why that was balanced right, that it's way. It's for balancing. Yeah, yeah I, I totally understand. But, like, I, it was, it, there were just a bunch of characters that felt like half cool. And I think I think it's just like your power fantasy kind of gamer attitude that that presents you with that, right? Like mm-hmm. you don't want to be constrained. You want to be like all powerful when you're playing games, right? Um yeah, I mean when yeah. Halo and Doom are some of my favorite shooters, you know, <laughs> just goes to ver- you know back right. that up. Exactly. So one thing that was coming to my mind while we were talking about that too is I think a really clean example of a place where movement mechanics um, you can like really see how important movement mechanics are to like immersion and enjoyment of a game are in VR games because mm. a lot of modern VR games you don't get to move. You like look at a spot and you click and your character teleports there. And I cannot even like start talking about how unsatisfying that feels. Mm. Like just being like, oh, I go there, click, and then your character's there is like the most unsatisfying shit. I at least would like if in those games, like you saw your character walk to that location. But in a lot of them, you just like teleport there, and it just like is like it just takes me out of the experience almost completely, even if the rest of the game is really immersive. I so fucking agree, dude. Uh, I just I watch people playing that, and I'm like, that looks like Half Life, Alex. Uh, looked fun like looked fun i would i wish i could play it but you know i i think i i don't know what you think but even that example that you just said was an interesting one i hadn't really thought about that before but like if you point to teleport and your player is just walking over there that first of all like one of the big issues with vr is that visual movement right and like Mm -hmm. doing that in a way that doesn't just make you sick as fuck and so maybe that's hard also like designing like if 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 you're in a fight, if you're in a gunfight, in a firefight, in a VR game, like if something's trying to get you and you teleport, if you weren't doing that and you're just kind of walking, like what do you do? Do you restrict like an uh, element, like you, the player can still look around while this automated movement's happening, right? Like right. I, they haven't figured that out. Um, no, and maybe if, agree, if the though. automated movement could work, maybe the, the controlled movement could work. So maybe that's not really a solution because it presents the same problem like you were saying with like motion sickness. I agree with you. The it's essentially just a what is that in on a controller a left joystick experience or a right joystick right experience? joystick experience? Yeah, yeah. VR is generally that right. It's basically like your head is the right joystick, and that's the game. Which, and then you have like a pointer. It's like a right joystick with a Wiimote. <laughs> if you if you think of it from the uh, decisions per second metric that we were thinking about before, you already put a lot of pressure on the actual game content to make up for all that you have a whole like other dimension that you don't need to worry about, you know, because of this, Um, or you don't get to worry about potentially. I like, I think this is why VR experiences lack so much. One of the reasons. Yep. 
Uh, uh, totally agree. And Half Like Alex is good mostly because of the narrative and that it does interesting things with have like alex reminds me like the wii like good games on the wii use the wii's control scheme well have like Mm -hmm. alex is using the vr control scheme well but that doesn't mean that the vr scheme that exists right now is good (laughs) no i agree it's I uh, I think that in the event that it was done well, that's something an augmented reality game has uh, to its advantage. If you can create a good heads up display, like let's say you know when when these when Hololens get small and Apple glasses uh-huh. figure out their shit or whatever, wearing a pair of glasses and suddenly you are the movement mechanic, right? Um, right. Within like the some experience. Ready Player One on some conveyor belt BS. I, I I just wouldn't be surprised if in the future you get some shit like that. I'm just sure. Um, but anyway, movement mechanics. Yeah. yeah, I would. I I think my total uh, so my summed up opinion on them is like I, I appreciate that they add depth to um, games. I think when when done well, but they do need to be understandable. I for me a huge part of it is they like need to be fun to do like mm-hmm. the feeling the toy aspect to it like we've talked about before um, the uh, visual communication of what's going on also needs to be good not jarring not so right and so animations are really important it needs to be intuitive and consistent and yep. good They're, feeling and yeah uh, it has to be good feeling uh, and uh, has to. Uh, the the other thing that uh, like depending on the game it, ha- it can't break the game right like if you if you have what happened with Halo was they introduced some of these movement mechanics and it changed the sandbox design and it changed the map design and suddenly Halo felt different right to play hmm. um, I think that's something that you know you you have other like what shooters where Titanfall had an established advanced mobility uh, palette if you will. Um, but even between ta- Titanfall one and two, even playing it in the betas, like it felt different, you know, felt definitely different, but I would argue they didn't break Titanfall changing it. No, you know people, what I mean? generally people in the Titanfall community love Titanfall too. So it's yeah. definitely different somehow. So um, anyway, anyway, so where can people find us? You can find us at KOKoalaEntertainment.com. There you can find links to all of our social media including Instagram, where we do giveaways, Twitter, where we do giveaways, Discord, where we do giveaways. <laughs> Have you gotten the hint? We do giveaways. If you're listening to this and you're not following us on, the, oh, on Twitch, holy shit, if, especially if you want some small codes, some stickers. Are we going to do one some right now on stream? on stream? Yeah, we'll do, we'll do one right now at the end of the podcast. Skyler's going to have doing. it ready to pull it up. We are literally going to give away, do a small giveaway here. <laughs> Nyoki going crazy. Uh... Uh, here at the end of stream follow us you have links to all of that on our website kokoalaentertainment.com also if you find us on our social media at kokoala underscore ent there you can find the link tree with links to everything as well oh shit we saw her we saw her jump I'm back okay Thanks again for listening, everybody. Hope you enjoyed it. Let us know. Join the Discord and let us know what you uh, what you want us to talk about. What do you think of this one? What games have your favorite mobility mechanics? Uh, we might shout you out on a podcast. Come join the stream live, and we might shout you out then too. Uh, please consider supporting our studio with some epic merch. This hat I'm wearing on stream. Yeah, so dope. Anyway, please thank you very much. Until next time, ladies and gentlemen, we'll see ya. Bye.